The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. On that day, as evening drew on, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us cross to the other side. Leaving the crowd, they took Jesus with them in the boat, just as he was. And the other boats were with him. A violent squall came up and waves were breaking over the boat, so that it was already filling up. Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. They woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up, rebuked the wind, and said to the sea, Quiet, be still. The wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you terrified? Do you not yet have faith? They were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who is this that to whom even the wind and the sea obey? My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. My dear friends, the integrating concept for this homily I take from our reading from St. Paul, St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians, that whoever is in Christ is a new creation, old things have passed away, behold, all things are made new. That we are a new creation in God. This began at our baptism. At baptism, we became a new creation in God. At baptism, we received the sevenfold gift of the Holy Spirit, plus all the other fruits, gifts, and virtues of the Holy Spirit. At baptism, we received sanctifying grace. At baptism, we received the gift of faith, and the gift of hope, and the gift of love. At baptism, as a matter of fact, we, we, we became walking temples because the Holy and Undivided Trinity came to dwell inside of us, making us new, cre- new creatures, making us a new creation. Plus, baptism washed away original sin, but it also brought all of these other gifts of the Holy Spirit, including sanctifying grace and eternal life and adopting us into the family of God, making us one with the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, the whole great communion of saints and angels. Baptism made us this new creation. Why did God do that? It's my favorite scripture passage. John, Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10. John 10, 10. 
I have come that you may have life and that you may have it abundantly. Jesus' desire for us is to have the abundant life, to become who it is we're supposed to be, who God made us to be. By becoming holy, by, be, by letting God operate in our life, we become who we truly are. And we become the people that God has made us to be. That's what God desires for us. Total fulfillment of who we're supposed to be. The abundant life. What gets in the way? Well, the, the main thing that gets in the way is sin, right, my friends? Sin is a breaking of that relationship with God. Sin is ignoring that we are a new creation. Sin is turning away from God what God would have us do, and we kind of make ourselves a God and make up our own rules. And in our battle for sin, you know, there's really two things we're fighting. We're fighting the sin itself, and we're fighting the, our attraction to that sin, because we secretly like doing that. So we have to fight the actual sin and our actual attraction to the sin. But sin is the major break that we have with this abundant life that God desires for all of us. And there's other things, too, that get in the way of this abundant life and comes up in the gospel. There are storms. There are things that come from outside of us that get us off track or help us or make us turn our back on God. And then there's things in our own self, too. <laughs> there's uh, things inside of ourself that uh, get in the way of God, like out-of-control emotions, things like that. And then we also have the devil who is against us, who hates us who wants us to turn our back on God. That sums it up pretty well. The old, uh, the old way the church talked about it, the three enemies of our salvation are the world, the, the, the parts of the world that are wrong, uh, our self, and Satan, the devil. The devil, the world, and the self are three things that we are fighting. Three things that want to steal that abundant life that Jesus wants for us. And our readings, look, we have four ways in our readings of really fighting these things. Four ways of really getting, staying on track with God. In our first reading, from the book of Job, we, God is teaching Job about humility. To be humble. One way to always beat the devil is to remain humble. One way to defeat sin is to remain humble. One way to defeat the storm inside yourself is to remain humble and humbly turn towards God and humble ourselves before the God. Our psalm, Psalm 107, is talking about uh, remembering all the great things God has done for us. Remember all the great things God has done in your life. It's not going to fumble you now. He's carried you this far. Part of what we're doing in the liturgy is remembering the great things that God has done for us. And St. Paul is talking about, uh, in his second letter to the Corinthians, keeping our eye on the goal. That at the end of this storm, at the end of this life, we're, we're one with Jesus. No matter what we have to go through, we know that at the end we're going to be with Jesus. So keeping our eye on the goal. And then Jesus tells us again in the Gospel to call on him whenever we're tempted, whenever there's a storm in life, whenever we're fighting against ourselves, to call on him. You know, it's the most powerful prayer in the universe. Jesus, Jesus, help me. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, take this temptation away from me. There's no more powerful prayer than that. So Jesus gave us these ways and many other ways 
Jesus gives his very self to us at every Mass. His very self. You're about to receive him. And no, I want, one more thing I want to say. He doesn't even stop there, does he? Jesus gives everything for us, including everything about himself, but he gives even more. Because we got his mom. Your statue's right here. We got his mom, too. His mother, Mary. And she also helps us uh, when we are tempted. She also helps us when we're in a storm. She also helps us when we are fighting against ourselves, our own mother, who loves us very much. I just want to close with a little uh, poem here about Jesus. find it. Instead, I'll close with this prayer. It's my other option today. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Almighty Father, in the death and resurrection of your own Son, you have brought us through the waters of baptism to the shores of new life. By those waters and by the fire of the Holy Spirit, you have given each of us consolation. Accept our sacrifice of praise. May our lives be a total offering to you. And may we deserve to enter into your house and there with Christ praise your unfailing power. Amen.